Hello and welcome back to New Hampshire's number one sports podcast, where one of the hosts once had to take a four-day sabbatical from school when the video game Grand Theft Auto 4 came out because he just couldn't get enough. It is the Never Wears podcast. I'm your host, Tom Brown, joined as always by my brother, Tim. And Tim, what specifically was it about the game where you just, you said, mom, I can't do it. I can't go to school. Um, well, it was probably the best game that had come out in like the last five years. Everybody's been waiting for it. Wait till six comes out. I might quit my job. <laughs> I actually remember that is all anyone talked about at baseball practice, like for two weeks. And I hadn't really been playing it because I couldn't get a, a second in on the PS3 at our house. Cause that was PS3, right? Yeah. Yeah. Cause you were, you were hogging it. It was in your room. Your mattress was on the floor. It was a whole thing. I did a lot of mattress on the floor living. Yeah. Why? You never got like a, you yeah, could have got a $20 close to the bed frame. You want to stay close to the ground. That may, Yeah. Well, that makes no sense. I was um, caught on fire once. It's true. It did catch on fire. So, Tim, it's been a while since we've uh, – I remember the last podcast we did, you said, all right, good job. We got, we got here two days in a row, two weeks in a row, and I don't think we've done it in a month now. I think that was June. Oh, 10th. it was two weeks. It was a week before vacation. Then – You were at a no-show last Wednesday. What? What did I have last – I had something. No-show. Anyways, so we got some stuff to catch up on. First and foremost, Kemba Walker was traded, which we kind of hoped for and wished for, and then it happened. Uh, the trade was Kemba, the 16th overall pick in the 2021 draft, and a 2025 second rounder go to OKC for Al Horford coming back, Moses Brown, who I think had 22 or so rebounds against the Celtics in the game this year, and a 2023 second rounder. Um, what do you think? Uh, I'm just glad to see Kemba gone. I don't think they got too much back, but Horford's okay. And I think it's the last year of his contract or he might have one more after this. Um, Moses Brown can rebound, but Kemba Walker won't take that step back jumper seven times a game and hit the front of the rim. So I'm happy with that. So, also, it is financial flexibility because Horford's not guaranteed some of the money left on his contract, which is nice. Um, which they need, like, if you looked at their bench last year. So, he has two more years, Horford. Yeah, but isn't the last one an option, the second one? No, 2023 is an option. I think it's oh, his okay. option, though. Well, it's not guaranteed anyways. So that's the big selling point that you save. Like they save like 16 million, I think it is. But the thing for me is that they can sign like a $8 million veteran for like a sixth man. Um, they still need a point guard. Right. So. Um, they just don't have one. So here's the, I was going to bring this up. Here's the question. And 
I guess more than a question, my concern is, are they going to move smart to point guard? I don't think you can. You, you don't think they can, or you don't think you want that to happen? I, I, I don't <laughs> want to watch that. It's not like he's going to bring the ball up anyway. No. Like Tatum and Brown will bring the ball up. Don't I don't want Marcus a, Smart to be in the starting five. Don't don't we aren't we on the record saying that they don't we don't want Tatum or Brown to bring it up? We want someone else. Yes. But if Marcus if they say Marcus Smart's gonna be the point guard, Tatum and Brown are gonna bring the ball up. Yeah. Yeah, then you just kind of start it that way. You start with Tatum bringing it up and then you run stuff from there. Um I know. I, I, I still want to see smart move, but what I'm afraid of is I think Stevens loves him. And now Stevens making those moves. Yeah. I, I don't. He has to be able to trade people he likes. True. I think that's the big thing with him getting this job is everyone's like, he's a super nice guy. And I think he's loyal to his players, but can he just like, Trade him. See you later. Yeah, trade Marcus Smart. Get a point guard that can bring the ball up and and run a play, not just ISOs. Right. So, but I like the um, I like the move. I like it. Yeah i I think they fixed a hole they had last year with not having anybody that can get a defensive rebound consistently certainly and then if like al horford's sole purpose there is to teach robert williams how to play basketball better and williams and moses brown can just get a billion rebounds and protect the rim then i'm all for it yeah um moses brown is uh the meme guy the meme guy yeah, he was a sad UCLA player. Oh, okay. See, when I when we were talking about that, I thought it was Ime Adoka who you were talking about when you said that. No, Moses no. Brown. Okay. Sad well, keep your chin up. Yeah, you know what I always say. So, um, the next bit of news that happened while we were on vacation was the Celtics hired Ime Adoka. As there, as the, was it the first black head coach for the Celtics? Is that? That's what it was. That's, that's what it yeah. was. So we're just Jay ignoring Williams. the five guys that coach, black guys that coached the Celtics before, including the first ever black head coach in the NBA. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, that was and like one of the most famous head coaches right now. Right. A guy that, who I think every black I don't want to, I don't know. Every one of them may have won a championship. Maybe Satch Sanders didn't, but Russell did. ML Carr did with Larry Bird. Doc Rivers did. Yeah. Who is the, there was one more. Oh, maybe Casey Jones did. I don't know. Wasn't he? Maybe I'm getting. Wasn't the, he the coach in? No. I thought it was a coach. Anyways, 
Um, yeah, weird, uh, weird tweet. That was, that was bad. I actually did see that like someone on Twitter just wrote, that's just a bad tweet. <laughs> and there's no, I don't know. Then I saw a lot of people when he, he came out and said he got hacked. People were like, no one's hacking Jay Williams. Yeah, no one's hacking you. Um, but anyways, Udoka is um, now the head coach. He was with the Nets last year and the Sixers the year before. He was with the Spurs. Won a championship with the Spurs. He won a championship with the Spurs. And then he did a bunch of like, he played for a while. He Then he just has been like a, an assistant coach. He, so he coached Smart, Brown, Tatum, and Kemba, but it doesn't matter anymore with Kemba. In the World Cup, the FIBA World Championships or whatever that was, last summer or something, two summers ago. Mm-hmm. So once the name started floating around, they were like, we want him, which if they want him, then get him. Cause that's what it's turning into in the NBA. Yeah. And I think cause he coached the world, uh, it's the world champ. It's not the world cup world championship. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. He coached Team USA. Um, I think it will help them get other young players mm-hmm. that he coached during that period, too. Um, I wanted Chauncey Billups. I didn't really know who this guy was. But, I mean, I guess he's been a good assistant. Why did he bounce around so much? Would be my um, question. Well, I think he just was. That's it. so. Fourth team in five years. That's yeah, but I don't think that's like a player. You know, um, I think I know for a fact that Steve Nash like wasn't gonna coach without him. I remember seeing that when he took the job with the Nets because he played with him and for the Suns, yeah. he was like, "You're." you're coming here and you're controlling my defense. And that's what he did. Um, I liked his opening press conference. Yeah. And then he, the thing that when I was reading about him, the thing that worked for me is he's pop's guy. Pop loves him. And I trust anyone that pop likes like coach bud has fizzled in the playoffs, but everywhere he's gone, his teams have been good. He was a pop assistant. I just trust anyone that pop is like, this is the guy, this is who to go with. Yeah, I I agree with that. I'm excited because I, I think it's just going to be, it's going to be something different. Yeah. You know, they're going to try harder than they have the last two years because mm-hmm. it's a new coach. And I'm not saying anything really against Brad Stevens. It's just when you're the coach that long, people stop listening if it's not winning championships. Totally. The um, one thing I did read was that the players were getting a little tired of Stevens kind of running a college offense while other teams were kind of lapping them in the NBA. Like they're doing stuff that we're not doing and it's working. So, yeah. 
Plus, he, I mean. I don't think they have the team to play the way that other teams play in the NBA. Oh, I disagree. They're not good at three-point shooting. I disagree. I think, well, no, you can't play like the Warriors. I'm not saying like the Warriors or, you know, even like the Hawks who just made a crazy run because Trey Young was setting up like 25 made threes a game. But they have Tatum and Brown. That should be enough to do some crazy stuff on offense. Yep. So and it should be enough to get you to the conference finals when the Hawks are in it. Yeah. Or the second round, like not drop from the third or fourth position. Although I think that's all because Brooklyn got hurt at the end. Right. Every conversation about the playoffs has to start with that. Yeah. Um, the other thing, I don't know if you had a chance to read those articles I sent to you. Um, great prep work. Um, but there is a story where Ime Odoka, and obviously this has nothing to do with anything about him being a coach. Just it's a dope story. And I'm a, I really like guys who are just like even keeled. Mm-hmm. Don't like, I don't know. I'm not, I was never. A rah, when, rah, someone, rah. when someone gave a rah-rah speech, I was like, can we just go play the game? Like. I'm going to try hard. I'm always going to try hard. Did they, I had to they? try to give one of those. Yeah, I never did. For whatever that, what was that TV show? Oh, um, yeah. football Friday Night Football fo- Frenzy. Shout yeah. out to Carter, Channel 3 in Worcester, Mass. They didn't put it on because it was terrible. I didn't know what to say. And yeah, you're not no allowed to swear. Uh, they, they said give the speech, but don't swear? Yeah. They said, hey, oh. this is going to be on TV, by the way. Okay. Well, beep it out. Beep it out. I don't know. I was Stone was that? Cold growing 20, up. 2020 or 2010. Or 2000. Yeah, 2010. You got a beep button. But um, no. So anyways, he, there was, they were playing like the Africa World Championships or something. The Africa Championships and Nigeria was playing he was on Nigeria and they were in like Albania or something. And they were like, it was a heated game. And the, the guy telling the story is like, now this is a country where like, you're a little on edge the whole time because you can just disappear in this country. It's like mm. not Albania. That's, that is just not even in Africa. I don't think anyways. Um, whatever country they were Eastern in. Europe. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. That just like clicked in my head. I was like, that's not the country. Oh, Algeria. I thought they were playing some. El- yeah. Okay. That's I what I thought they was. were playing some weird <laughs> um, cross continent game. But, anyways, they were playing and. You could probably disappear in Algeria just as easily. Yeah. And so they win in the locker room. Afterwards, the opposing team comes to the locker room and is like, we, we're going to fight. This is going to happen. And people are just, it's an absolute melee. Haymakers, all this stuff. And the guy telling the story was, said, Ime's facial expression didn't change and he knocked out six guys. I like that. It didn't change. He just stone-faced the whole time, just throwing crosses and knocking motherfuckers out. And (laughs) I read that and I was like, all right. I'm in. Yep, I'm in. 
It has nothing to do with the actual NBA because the NBA is just shoving matches, but it was it was dope. It was cool to hear. Yeah. Yeah, you do like to see that. But I also, again, could just be, you know, just for the cameras for the show of it, but him saying he's gonna get on Jalen and Tatum's ass. I was like, yes. Oh, and I like that he didn't like kiss Brad Stevens' ass on the way in. No. On his way up. Like he said, you guys didn't pass. Right. You got, he was like, no offense. You didn't Brad, play 19th, defense and you didn't pass. Yeah. 19th best assist rate. And it's like, no, yeah. 27th. Oh, 27th? Yeah. Oh, even. even and I think better. it's the 19th. Um, oh, best defense. defense. Yeah. Yeah. It was great. Like, I'm just, I'm glad that he wasn't trying to like cover it up. Yeah, he could have just gone in there and not said anything, which would have been like, okay, you're not going to badmouth the GM. But Mm -hmm. he said, no, like, this is your fault. Yeah. Okay, so um, yeah, I mean, the players pushing for him. He's a black ex player. I think he's exactly what the team needs right now. It's exactly what. The players probably wanted, and yeah. I'm excited to see what he does with like his coaching staff because they asked him a question in that press conference about retaining it, and he was like, "Yeah, you know, there's been a lot of conversations," and it's like, "Yeah, some of these people aren't staying." Yeah, you're out. <laughs> so that um, um, I think that's up. the future of all coaching, though. A hundred percent. It's just going to be players. Yeah, and it. I mean. It makes sense. Like outside of football, I would say. Oh, totally. It makes sense. I don't think – I think it – but I I think players want that because they're like, why am I going to listen to Some guy you? Never played. You didn't play. You don't know what it's like in an NBA game. So, yeah, and this young crop of coaches, like the fact that Chauncey Billups and Udoka and – all these people getting jobs now that are like the top candidates. It's like, yeah, I remember in 2004 when Chauncey Billups was awesome. And I don't remember Udoka, but reading articles like pop always used to put him on Kobe. He's like, I trust you guarding Kobe because you're just smart enough. Yeah. So it's just crazy that these guys are shit. Like, I don't know, 10 years older than me. It's nuts. They're like, I watched their whole careers. It's crazy. Um, all right. And then finally, I guess nothing else huge happened while we were gone, really. Those two big things. That was it. Um, no, I mean, just the playoffs, nothing. Yeah, I mean, so Durant hit that crazy shot. Were you there? I think that was the day you came up. We couldn't like where we were. In yeah, yeah, no, I, I read about it. And then I watched the video when I got yeah. nervous. And then, you know, the Hawks. Oh, cause, yeah, because it was on ESPN. The Hawks looked good until Trey Young got hurt. And then, I don't know, the Western Conference was always kind of just boring. I thought I found... games, the game six was pretty cool. The closing, when they closed them out. Yeah. Just because so... Chris Paul went nuts. Right, right. And then, but I'm just saying, I found out during that, I was like, God, I'm glad it's not the Clippers. They bored the shit out of me. They didn't have Kawhi. I don't like one person on the Clippers. 
Like, now, I'd like to see Chris Paul win. I don't want to see Paul George, right. Marcus Morris. Hmm. Yeah, so that leads us to, you know, current events, which right now it is nothing Suns in the NBA Finals over, those, over the Bucks, as everyone in the world knows. Um, and last night I started watching and I was watch, watching like, this is crazy. Never before have I watched the NBA finals and been like, I don't care who wins. I legit do not care. It's I've always had like a rooting. The two well, you times just were rooting against LeBron. Yes. Or the Lakers. Yeah. Um, and then I guess in 2019, no, I was kind of sick of the Warriors at that point. I wanted the Raptors to win. Yeah. But um, I'm a Dynasty fan, so I always want the Dynasties to win. That's strange. Um, that was the end of it, though. You didn't want it to see it end? No. Why? Why? I don't know. That's I don't want to see the Patriots dynasty end. But you're a Patriots fan. You're not a Warriors fan. No, but I like to watch really good teams just destroy bad teams. But it's the finals. It's not a bad team. Yeah. Anyways, anyways, sidetracked. But so last night, Chris Paul just continued to dominate. 32 points, nine assists, four rebounds. He did whatever the hell he wanted. You know what I noticed watching game six and then game one? Everybody says Devin Booker is like this awesome s- scorer, which I mean, yeah, he I think he finished with 27 points last night. But in game six, he was four for 24 at one point. Yeah, but I think. And then yeah. last night he scored with like five minutes left and they're like, that's his 24th point. And it's like, that's not a dominating scorer. Right, but I think he has, like, Holiday Middleton on him last night. He had Paul George and Kawhi on him the series before. I don't know. I I think he's really good. I just think there are times where Chris Paul is like, oh, no, no, no. I know exactly what's happening right now, so this is how we're going to win, and they're good with it. And Aiton's a monster. Yeah, 22 and 19. I was hoping he got the 22. 2020. Or 2020, yeah. So did you see they had a stat that Chris Paul was only the third player ever to score 30 points, 36 or older? Uh, I did not. Okay, so the other two were... um, Actually, maybe I did. Kareem and Tim Duncan were the other two. Yeah. And then did you see for... Aiton was the the second player to do a 15 and 15 in this first game. Yeah. Do you know who the first was? Tim Duncan. So I just read those two things and I said, do we appreciate Tim Duncan for being one of the best players ever enough? Because that's insane. That it was 1999. And Tim Duncan was probably 20. No, he did four years in at Wake Forest. 23. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I'm just saying, like, his first finals game, 
he was 23 or 24 and Chris Paul's doing it. At no, no, no. The, sec- the second Duncan stat. Did it. No, I know the second stat's for Aiton. I'm just saying, like, it shows Tim Duncan's span of a career. Right. Where it was it's like, like 15 he did years it. of dominating. Yeah. No, my God, it was the best. I was just like, yeah, I've always, like, I always loved Duncan. And, like, I was pissed when they lost to the Heat. And I'm not, I mean, that's a, a LeBron versus Duncan thing. But I was just like, God, people don't. People don't give him enough love. I think no. I, in that span, I think he is better than Kobe. I think, I think it is. Just, I, I would say he's better than Kobe just because it's a team game. No, but I'm saying at his career, his everything, he was better than Kobe. Okay. Just. I mean, they both had five, and who was the best player on four of the five compared to two of the five? Even one of the five. Shout out Andrew Bynum. Um, what? So, but Giannis last night went from doubtful to questionable to starting, and I think he looked good, not great. The fact that the Suns fans count off the 10-second thing is hysterical. Oh, he every every team rushed, done that. He brushed one in the third quarter, and it looked it, the shot just looked terrible because they were at like nine, and he just short armed it, and it was. Don't you think? I'm watching him do his whole shtick, and I'm 10 like, seconds is a long time. Why do you want to be on there for so long? Why doesn't someone say like, "Hey, speed it up a little bit"? You know, do a you're, rhythm thing. You're good at shooting, or you're decent at shooting. This should yeah, just come to you. You're thinking about it. There, There's no way, like, you could be the most zen person in the world. You are not blocking out 25,000 people counting. Yeah. And it, it's great. It, They're counting fast. Oh, it's, it's yeah. I think someone on TNT or, yeah, TNT was like, Marv Albert was like, that's a quick 10 count. But, <laughs> um. Yeah, he looked – I mean, he had 20 points and 17 rebounds and had – did you see the chase down block? So I didn't – I missed half of the first quarter, the whole second quarter. Oh, yeah. I was driving home. Um, well, follow at the underscore never underscore words on Twitter, and, you know, we got all that stuff for you. But you putting stuff on Twitter? I Should I get a Twitter? I've been – I've been tweeting from this podcast account. Yeah. All right. I'll go to Twitter. Um, Middleton, 29 points. And I think the problem was Holiday was 10 points and nine assists, but Holiday he was missed a crap. huge corner three. He was wide open. Uh, Giannis set him up perfectly. And I think yeah. they were down 11 at this, 11 with like four minutes left in the fourth. And he, they hit that it's you know they would have kept the momentum and who knows if they would have come back but yeah i was it was i don't know so i think i think the suns it's one of those things where after the season you're like i know there are injuries and the nets and lakers fully healthy and everything probably playing the championship but 
The Suns were the two seed in the West, easily could have been the one. They might have just been the best team all year. And if they end up winning, it's like, yeah, that makes tons of sense. But it seems yeah, like... I don't like those arguments, though. Right, because they did... Why? Because they did get hurt, and it's... No, because the Suns were the number two seed. The Bucks were the favorites at the beginning of the year. Like... Mm. No, no, I get it. What I'm saying is, like, they, if they end up winning, it's like, yeah, that makes tons of sense. They... Yeah. All year, they played the best. But um, did the you thing see... I've been... What? The Chris Paul comments about LeBron. Well, yeah, the little LeBron. shade, like everyone yeah. was able to. You could have spoke up about yeah. like, the amount of time off we had. Yeah. All right. The anti-LeBron train is churning. Let's do what it. Is it I, I follow something. But on um, Instagram, NBA Tribune, is that a thing? The Players Tribune? No. Ballers um, Tribune. Huh? Ballers Tribune. Oh, That's yeah. That most sounds like info. something you would um so anyways what i was saying the bucks to me all year in the playoffs have been other than the first series because they were just way better than the heat and swept them it's been like all right we're gonna take a game it's almost like coach bud goes out there with like a vanilla game plan and is like let's see what happens let's see what they do we'll see what we do and then we'll come back in game two and it happened with the Hawks. They absolutely destroyed them in the second game. It's like they need some time to figure it out, and then they go from there. Maybe they don't watch a lot of film. I, they also didn't have a lot of time, though. The right. Suns had 10 days off. But if the Bucks won the first game, would you be like, well, the Suns were rusty? Uh, no, because I don't think that's a thing. I think for professional athletes, I don't maybe baseball. I was just going to say, I think hitters get their timing thrown off. Yeah. Just cause you're not getting live, live pitching. Mm. But yeah, I, um, yeah. So I was watching at one point because they kept basically switching to get Blake or Brooke Lopez on Chris Paul. The, the sons were just like, pick, pick, pick until they got it. Then they had Lopez out and they just kept doing it. And it's like Drew Holiday's on Chris Paul. This is what the Bucks want. They did a switch and it was like Chris Middleton's on him. I'm like, still not terrible for the Bucks. They kept doing it until I think it was like PJ Tucker. And I was like, you're there's you're gonna have to do and maybe they're gonna adjust, but they're gonna have to do something where they don't switch. They yeah, can't why Chris don't they Paul. fight through any screens in the NBA? I don't know. I think they're just like. With help defense, was I don't know. Because it, I think if you fight through, you could let a shooter free. You know? It's like Yeah, but if it's a if it's a big man, say it's the center setting a screen, and the you know, the other center's going up, you fight through it and then the four yeah, you, drops down to the paint. Yeah, you could help second. off like I just the fact that everybody switches so that every team in the NBA can run the same exact thing where they get their player on the guy they want him on. Yeah. Like if the, if the switch is it's drew holiday and Brooke Lopez, drew holiday should fight through that screen because you don't want Chris Paul on Brooke Lopez. Cause he's going to make him look like a fool. 
Yeah, I agree. I don't, it's, it's a weird thing that happens. Um, and I also think that's like the only offense that's run in the NBA right now. Oh, a hundred percent. You want that switch and then you can just like set up your offense from there for shooters or a pick and roll. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know, but it seemed like Chris Paul was like, I got it. This is this is what we'll do. We'll get this matchup, and I'll completely dominate. I think he's going to dominate the whole series. Yeah, I mean. Because I think it's just like, I need to win. Drew Holiday is supposed to be like this incredible two-way player, and he is not fit. Other than game six against the Hawks, when they yeah. didn't have Giannis, it's like he just like goes into a shell when they have Giannis, and it's like, if you play your normal game with Giannis and Middleton on the court, they would be unstoppable. I'm a like, Drew Holiday fan. Used to always play with him in NBA 2K. Mm-hmm. You know, he was on the Pelicans or the Hornets at one point. Pelicans. Yeah. He, like, he was just he was the best player on the Pelicans for five years. Well, they were terrible. Anthony Davis was on the team. Yeah, he was hurt all the time. Yeah. You know, like, who's to say he's, like, really – I mean, I'm not saying he's not good. I just think he's overrated. Yeah, I I think there were times this year when he was playing his best that it's like you, you can't stop the Bucks because they have the shooting in Middleton. They have the dominant low post guy in Giannis, and then they have the guy that can run it all on holiday, and that just has not been the case. All yeah. playoffs, basically. I just think that he was overrated to begin with. I mean, yeah, he has splashes here and there, game six, you know, throughout the season a few times, but he's not consistent. He's more often missing that corner three than dominating like he did in game six. Yeah. All right, what do you think for the series? Uh, Suns in five. Oh, I was going to say Suns in six. I don't know. There's I don't think Giannis is healthy. Like, oh, Tim, 20 look, and at 17. His, look at his chase down block. Just watch it. He, they had a shot of him where, like, how does somebody's knee that hurt? And then he does whatever this chase down block is. I mean, you're, you hyperextend your knee. It's probably swollen. From what I heard on Simmons' podcast today, he was hearing he was going to be good for game seven if they got that far. I think the Bucks were like, where, we have, oh, well, it was 2-1 when he got hurt. They did not have that series under no. control. Like, he, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like he took, like, six steps to go from three-point line to chase down block, and it was insane, and there's no way he's hurt. I think he only had 20 points because, for some reason, they still let him, like, shoot mid-range and deeper jump shots and they should not do that someone has to someone in the organization has to say i know you've won two mvps but you could win a third if you just eliminate that and only shoot from within 10 feet yeah um all right so you have sons and five i have sons and six all right tim now we get to where your bread is buttered yeah we're gonna talk a little pigskin here so, news out of Foxborough, Massachusetts. Former first round pick, former 
Everyone excited about the prospect of him. Wide receiver Nikhil Harry's agent sends out a tweet, I guess it was. I don't know. He did the thing where he wrote in notes. I don't know why this guy doesn't work for a company that could like have a press release, Mm -hmm. but he did it in notes asking for a trade of Nikhil Harry. And if I may start, if I could quote Alec Baldwin. World needs plenty of bartenders. <laughs> Good riddance. Yeah, see you later. Um, I was very confused when I saw it last night. I stayed up after work, had a couple cocktails, and I went on Instagram, and I was like, wait a minute, did I miss this all day long? Everything said breaking news, Nikhil Harry asked for a trade. I was like, this has to be fake. I thought it was like, you know, when I got tricked by uh, yeah. Robert Griffin. Yeah. Uh, and it wasn't. And I said, is he, where does he think his value is? He's going to get a seventh round pick. Right. They might just give him away. I read something earlier this week that said he might not even make the 53 man roster. Right. So hold it. So who are you? Hold on. I want to get it exactly right. I want to find the notes, the like actual screenshot of the thing he sent. I can't find it. Oh, Through two seasons, he has 86 targets, which obviously hasn't met the expectations the Patriots and Nikhil would had when they drafted a dominant downfield threat who was Mm -hmm. virtually unstoppable at the point of attack in college. Inaccurate. Um, um, His quarterback one of these years was Tom Brady. Mm -hmm. And Tom Brady... Went to the Bucks and was very, very good throwing the ball downfield. Maybe the problem is Nikhil Harry can't get open. Yeah. Take it, take it from there, however you'd like. He can't get open. He doesn't get any separation. And he drops the ball. And once you <laughs> drop the ball on Tom Brady, he's not going to throw it to you again. Honestly, that in read... 86 targets in two seasons. So call it 43 season you know that it's a little math for you that's not that's the quarterback telling you you're not good enough edelman on one leg gets 90 it's also like so it's actually he had 12 24 targets as a rookie not crazy for a rookie that's going first round that's going to the defending super bowl champion not to be featured yeah. So then you take those 24, that's 62 targets last year. Um, not terrible. They were a run heavy team. They obviously had a quarterback situation last year. I just, I go, please go. It, it just, yeah. And it just sucks because the other wide receivers in that draft are so good. I know. I was, I saw it and I was like, Jesus, this is ridiculous. And then I started thinking like Belichick will take it. Like a- got 129 targets last year and he was drafted after Nikhil Harry. Yeah. But DK Metcalf is far, 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 far better than Nikhil Harry. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, I don't know why you're hesitating. He is. No, I, I'm just saying, like, he gets those because he's making plays. He's getting Nikhil, open. Yeah, Nikhil Harry's not getting targets because he can't catch. And he can't get open. Those are and two. Those are my big. Those are my two big bugaboos for a wide receiver. If you can't get open or catch, <laughs> but when you read it, when you read that statement, where he's like, and virtually unstoppable at the point of a downfield dominant downfield threat, who is virtually unstoppable at the point of attack, that is him saying, "I want to go where they can just send Nikhil Harry on go routes, and he can hit a big play." It's like. Please let yeah, me he's, he's be hit. poor man's Deshaun Jackson. Yeah. I was so, like, it was, it was almost like, oh, who the hell do you think you are? Yeah, <laughs> like, I agree. Oh, my God. I, I was, Belichick will probably, is probably sitting in his office laughing, saying, please give me a fifth, fourth or fifth rounder for this guy. Yeah, because I was going to cut him. Or if I can, if I can do it, get a third rounder. And then nobody's boom, a third rounder. Take a tight end. Take a safety. I don't know what he would take, but he loves those mid-round picks. We're gonna get a defensive tackle here. Yeah, why not? Actually, I feel like Tim, based on your voice, you could do a little practicing and you could do a Belichick impersonation, I bet. I think you don't bust it out now. I'm not putting I'm you not on the gonna. I would I would stand in front of your mirror at home, <laughs> listen to a listen to a um press conference and just work it out. I think you could do it. I think by week eight you should be doing it. Okay, week eight. I got some time. Yeah. Um but I don't know. Yeah, they signed Mac see Jones. They see you later. Yeah, see it. Bye. Like I'm if he is gone. And then he ends up catching like six touchdowns on six go routes for another team. Fine. Enjoy yourself. I, I mean, I, if he goes to another team and has a hundred catches for 1200 yards and 10 touchdowns, I'm going to say, mm. no, because it's just not going to happen. It's true. It's not. It, and I, he wasn't open on the downfield routes he ran no he got passed by bird was a better receiver and myers myers jacoby myers those two were better than him yeah he got lapped he's not that good belichick can't virtually unstoppable at the point of attack uh where do arizona hold on i gotta look at his college he played he wasn't even voted i don't think in the top five for wide receivers that year or somebody who's virtually unstoppable. Well, he Arizona State, where you know they just don't play defense in Nobody the Pac-12. Yeah, he had some serious, huge numbers, but that's college. I mean, great, you did it against Oregon State. Yeah, that kid that you lined up against now is an investment banker. Yeah, he's or, not an NFL cornerback. Yeah, he's coaching high school football, being like, I went up against Nikhil Harry. He's dope, but he's and not now, that good And anymore. the kids on the team are saying, oh, really? <laughs> and he, sucks. he torched you? Damn. Are you sure you should coach? So, I don't know. But 
Um, see you later. I, I, we don't have to spend any more time on Nikhil Harry until the season starts. And we're like, he's on another team. And we're like, see, not that good. Not that good. I don't right, think trade him. You don't? Why, Unless well, somebody calls and it's like, we'll give you a pick, I guess. Yeah, if they were going to cut him, why not try and get a pick? Yeah, that's true. Um, but yeah, right. they signed Mac Jones. Yeah. Um, that's about it out of Patriot land. Teams coming together. Yeah, we'll see. They, huh? They're going to go 11 and 6. We're um, like two weeks away, three weeks away from training camp. Do you think Gilmore shows up? Didn't something come out recently? He's, there was a report basically saying he's going to be a Patriot this year. Yeah, there, yeah I read it. It said um, that his camp believes that the Patriots are going to give him what he wants. Yeah. So, which do it. Their yeah, defense, exactly. They'll have a top five defense if Gilmore's on the team. I I would love for him to remain there and JC Jackson be the number two and the those linebackers. I would love it. The defensive line looks because they good. really only have like one more year, if not maybe two, of this defense. Yeah. And then it's so, over. Yeah. Well, uh, well, we'll get into more football talk later, but very excited about next week's show because we are going to record during the all-star break and it is all baseball. I'm giving Tim a week to read up, look at stats, see who's on the Red Sox. I'm going to get my Tim. spider tech on my hat before the, the show. Can you name the five Red Sox all-stars? Yeah. Avaldi, uh, Matt Barnes, Devers, Bogarts, Martinez. Oh, folks, he might. We could do that show now. Um, I've been watching them when I can, <laughs> and I listen to them on the radio. Um, They've been on a lot of national TV, a lot of jail TV recently. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they they uh, they were the Sunday, the Saturday afternoon game. And yeah, they're finishing up a West Coast trip there at four o'clock today. I can't wait for it to be over. I think they have to go there one more time, but 4 a.m. No, no, 4 p.m. That would be interesting. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be a baseball ec- episode next week. So, you know, freshen up, watch the All-Star game. And, uh, Tim, I will see you then. All right. All right. See you later.